back, baby. Welcome back to the Northern Steel Podcast. We're in the offseason. We're in the thick of it. We said we'd take some breaks, but we got some stuff to talk about, Chris. And in classic Northern Steel fashion, things happened the day after we did our podcast. We usually do podcasts on Wednesday. Everything went down on Thursday, including the schedule release. But we're here. We're going to talk about it. Isn't that right? Absolutely. And just uh, putting this out of the way, I expect some big news coming tomorrow. Uh, we don't know what it is, but uh, it's going to happen. So be on the lookout. <laughs> because we're, are you saying that because we're recording today and everything happens the next day? Absolutely. We're probably going to sign Quan Alexander and, and Tom Brady. Or, <laughs> well, or that, that, that like is that. the real... Not Brady, but that is the rule. That is the rumor that uh, Quan Alexander, because he did visit with the Steelers, but usually if they visit the Steelers and the visit goes well, they sign right away. He hasn't signed, so maybe not. Kyle Van Noy sent some uh, eyeball emojis to Brandon Fehoko because he is now a Steeler and they used to be teammates on the Chargers. Maybe Kyle Van Noy joins the Steelers. That would be nice. Uh, uh, that kind of leads into the Quick Steelers news, and I'll throw it over to you. You can talk about it real quick. Um, we did we talk about how we had let go of Arthur Mallette during the last podcast? I'm no, not sure we if did we not. Did. Arthur, so Arthur Mallette gone. Uh, our slot corner, who good run defense, bad in coverage, he's gone. We gained Manny Jones off waivers from Arizona, and we also cut. Akella Witherspoon today um, to save up some cap. Yeah, we're, Chris and I are both not sad about that, but I'll leave it over no. for you, Chris. What do you think about some of the moves? <laughs> uh, where should I begin? Where do, where do you want me to start on this whole thing? Let's talk about Arthur Marlett. Arthur Marlett. Quick. Alright, so Marlett leaving is very much a I don't care kind of a thing. It's like yeah. <laughs> you take you take Mullet and you go, well, he has been in the system. He knows our defense or whatever. But, you know, Mullet was an attempt to try to uh, fill a void that Mike Hilton left when he went to the Bengals. And yeah. Mullet uh, was probably like 40% of what Hilton was for us. Um, you yeah. know, he had some... He had some good plays is mostly in the run game, like being able to like, you know, blitz in from the side or whatever, but not, not breaking my heart. The, the one, the one thing about Mollet leaving that is not great is now we're like, what are we going to do for slot cornerback? Cause we have it like, what was it? Alex Uzora or Nick Fairbaugh who were like, uh, of, of all the people who played slot, uh, Arthur Mala accounted for like 98% of all defensive snaps. And like the next person had like eight total snaps in the slot. And it was like, yeah. All right. And I think one of them, one of them was Witherspoon and he's gone as well. So, well, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really care either. I, yeah. Slot cornerback is a position of need per se, but it's hard to say like what they're going to do. I think I've talked to you about, uh, Joy Porter is obviously an outside cornerback. he, that is where his traits need to be. And maybe because Pat Pete is older and he's uh, more of a veteran guy, he's he's using his brain more than his athletic ability. 
Maybe he'd be, he wouldn't mind playing slot. I don't know. I'm speculating things here. Could have a, a safety, play some slots and some different things. But I don't, uh, after watching some more Joey Porter highlights, I don't see why he can't play slot because I think he's a good tackler. I think he's uh, got a good awareness to sniff out small routes. Also, he could cover tight ends. He can cover, I think he's good enough to cover slot receivers. He's stronger enough to cover them. I don't see why he can't play that role, to be honest, and they could shift him over to the outside eventually. But, sure. yep, they're going to try to figure that out. Akella being gone, I mean, yeah, he was good towards the end of 2021, but Chris and I spent all last year saying, our cornerbacks are not good. And we had to constantly no. remind you fans that we told you so when he was bad because we thought, hey, one good string of games at the end of a season does not mean he's going to be good forever. And he sucked last year in the four games he played, so he's gone. I'm not surprised. No, absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, this is a move that should have happened so long ago. The fact that we he stayed around this long is honestly more surprising than the the cut that just happened. And and this is a good thing because I mean, we we saved four million in cap space, so obviously that creates mm-hmm. room for you know a, a, maybe a potential move to happen. I know there's two roster spots that are still open. Um, and you know, that's going to be filling up here soon. We don't know if Omar is going to be working on something behind the scenes. I mean, he's kind of been doing that a lot and orchestrating a lot of big things. So, I mean, obviously that's something to keep your eye out on, but like Dom said, bro, this, this guy came in, he definitely filled a need for us that 2021 season and he made some splash splash plays. But I think the thing that like signifies Akella Witherspoon's entire career is inconsistent. He's he's severely inconsistent. Like he could go and have a great game or two, and then he, he will be shut out. Like you know, wide receivers will be going left and right on him. I think it was a great move. I you know, and and to all the people on Twitter who were like, "What? No, not Akello. It's like, boy, you didn't even watch. The, the season then if this is what you're upset about <laughs> you know yeah I, I completely agree I, I people were kind of upset I, I saw one comment that said who are our cornerbacks now with Witherspoon gone it's like do you not did you not see our offseason did you not see that we no. signed Pat Pete we drafted two cornerbacks and we still have Levi Wallace who had four picks last year yeah no 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 exactly I was going to comment on that some, some dude said like Man, it looks like depth at cornerback is looking pretty bad. And it's like, dude, we have six or seven cornerbacks still on the team. Yeah. It's like, w- what do you mean it have, looks We still have a lot of tall tall guys and serviceable guys, too. I mean, you, Pat Pete, Le- Levi, JPJ, Corey Trice, James Pierre. And so we got some new additions, too. Uh, one of them being, I am not going to pronounce this right. I'm going to guess it's Luke. With a Q. <laughs> Luke Barku. Look, I don't know. I think he came from the XFL. He was signed as a cornerback. A classic. Um, same thing with the cornerbacks we've been sign- signing. 6'1", long arms, tall frame. Uh, but something, I, I pulled up my phone. This is a tweet from Alex Kazora, who we talk about a lot here. Uh, I, pull, I, I pulled this out because I thought this was interesting. And that the most single-season FBS Picks since 2012. So most picks in a single yeah, season in I college in FBS. Uh, number one was Gerard Holyman with 14, who the Steelers drafted and never made the team. 
Number two is Sanquez Golson with 10 in a year, who the Steelers drafted and can never see the field. And number three was Luke Barku with nine in a season, who is now who is now a Steeler. So we'll see if he makes the team, see if he makes the squad. But that's another cornerback right there that could potentially play. I also saw someone else tweeted about Duke Dawson potentially being a slot cornerback for wherever he's from. Look, I don't know, man. What They're going to figure all this out in training camp. Also, there's still players out there I wouldn't mind. I've been preaching about Marcus Peters forever. Is he needed? No, but I love it. <laughs> I still would. I would take him. Uh, Steelers also signed back Mason Rudolph. Again, Steelers fans, it's quarterback three. Who cares? Really, you don't have to get mad about it. I know a lot of you fans don't like Mason Rudolph. Bro's not going to see the field with any luck. It's quarterback three. <laughs> He's a third string. He's like literally the last option if both Kenny and Mitch happen to be in the same car driving off a cliff. All right. Then (laughs) then you'll see Mason out there on the field. But you know what? I'm glad he stayed uh, because Mason is uh, the best runner on our team. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm claiming that right now with his 26-yard run. Uh, I had to fact check myself earlier today because I made a tweet about it. And uh, I guess he had the second longest run. I think Najee broke it like very, very late, like against the Browns. Uh, I'm pretty sure he broke it. Oh, yeah. I think that 50-yard run, yeah, or whatever he had. Yeah. So, um, whoops. Uh, but but, Mason, but Mason's very serviceable. He's knowledgeable. I mean, as a third-string quarterback, he's overqualified, but he got re-signed. So I'm assuming his deal's a lot smaller than what it was. Um, and again, guys, it's a third-string quarterback. I saw people were upset that the rumor was the Steelers could go after Malik Willis, a third-string. It's third-string, you guys. It's it's going to be okay. It really is. Um, wow. And then the other kind of interesting signing, we'll see how this plays out too for the season, it was Hakeem Butler, kind of the best receiver in the XFL for the S- Battlehawks. I don't remember. <laughs> for the St. Louis Battlehawks, I think. Um Again, kind of fits. It seems like Andy Weddle and Omar Khan just like big dudes. Um, this dude is also huge with receivers, big frame. Wow, it didn't do well in with his first couple NFL opportunities. Had some injury bugs. Now he has a second chance. Can he make the Steelers squad? Even as like a special teams ace, can he make the Steelers squad? We'll find out. But I. I think it's like it's always exciting to know kind of up and down the roster, especially when preseason comes around, Chris, because there's still guys to watch. When Mason Rudolph is trotting out there with the third string, I'm assuming Hakeem Butler is going to be one of the series to catch a ball from him, and uh, I'll, I'll enjoy watching those guys still try to make some plays to make the team. We're continually adding people to our list of who we're going to be watching on the preseason, and you know, who who we want to hear from as training camp approaches and and all that stuff. So obviously I think all these names are pretty exciting. I'm I'm ready to watch them and just see what they're made of. Um I, I don't really care about Mason Rudolph, but the other guys <laughs> I'm all about. Yeah, me too. Uh speaking of preseason and mostly the schedule, the schedule got released last week. So now we got to see our matchups. We see the week. We see the order. To be honest, it's kind of, you know, it's yeah, uh, some things I don't really like about our schedule this year. However, <laughs> we do have an easier schedule this year, so I think that balances it out. But let's go through each game, Chris. Uh, we'll kind of make our prediction 
on the record, but when? I also kind of think we should do like a little, uh, yeah, win every week. Sounds good to me. I think we should do a prediction, uh, our, our kind of like a best case, worst case scenario. Okay. And kind of talk about it. Kind of talk each game are you, briefly, realistically. Are you able to pull it up on your screen? And so we can, I can visualize it. Sometimes I, I like the visualization so that way I can be like, oh, I have a feeling, a good feeling about this. Um, I will try. I had it if on not, my other computer, but no, I can. Just give me a sec. Give me listen. a sec. Well, listen, I'm just trying to make your life more difficult. Also, while I have you, do you want to go to Vikings training camp this year? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I really have like a desire to go do that. I heard it's free, so. I mean, that's good. I guess yeah, we can that's go. neat. <laughs> I don't really care that much. Um, anyways, that's ah, fair. Okay, here's the schedule week one Steelers at home against the 49ers. Uh, what if uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do like a best case first, worst case next? Uh, sure. Do we want to talk about it at all, or do we just want to like say this is it? I mean, you tell me. Tell me what you think about it. All right, so here's my thoughts. All right, I feel like if we are going to make a uh, a statement coming into the season, obviously the 49ers are a very highly respected team, uh, but there's a big old question mark, uh, especially at that uh, quarterback position, the leader. Of the team, all right, because obviously Brock Purdy's out. I don't know if I'm a Brock Purdy believer quite yet, because obviously he have a an amazing offense. You're a Brock Purdy believer. You think he's like the guy for that team? Yeah, I, I do. But I don't. I mean, I don't think he's like Tom Brady. But I think he's a good no, quarterback. No, no, no. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I I don't think he's bad. I just I just don't know if he's like will replicate. In my opinion. We'll see. Sure. Maybe I'll eat my words. Um, so obviously that leaves either Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. And if it's Sam Darnold, it's in the easiest dub ever. Like we're we're walking out of that place <laughs> feeling so good. Uh, if it's Trey Lance, I mean, I don't know why. I just have this weird gut feeling that Trey Lance will be like, oh, it's Trey Lance, this should be easy, and then we'll lose. So uh, I think... Best obviously best case scenario is a win. Realistic answer. Yeah. <laughs> I might start us off with a loss. Uh here's what I think about it. I think um this is the third year in a row we were playing a very tough opponent in week one, but this time it's at home. Played the Bills week one, played the Bengals week one, won both those games. Week one's a weird time in the NFL. Week one's a time where uh good teams can lose to bad teams because they're trying to figure out how you know their offense works how their defense works you're still kind of working out the kinks from from training camp and preseason it's a weird week anything can happen I think being at home is huge the Steelers haven't been at home in uh, nine years energy's going to be high uh, 49 regardless of who plays quarterback 49ers are still a very very good team good running backs good receivers uh, great tight end and defense is very very strong I think you got to hit the ground running in this game. I say best case scenario is a win. I still think they could. 
I mean, worse, absolute worse is a loss, but I, I, there's a lot of reasons I think we could pick up the win here because it is week one. And I think if you can somehow win this game and play well in it at the same time, um, you're going to show people in the NFL that you are here. That the students are here True. and they're ready to compete. And I think they could win that game. Sure, worst case is a loss. We suffered a loss week one. But uh, I think I think they could win that one, especially being at home. Uh, so you go for a win? To, uh, well, for best case, yeah. Worst case would be loss. Just like you said. What's your What's your realistic? Because I feel like Obviously, I, think I, realistic, I, I, I feel think like my, we should go my, low end and then realistic because, like, I feel like if sure. we go best case scenario, then it's like seventeen and zero. You know what I mean? Well, I guess yeah, but to me, like, even best case, I was thinking about that too. But like, best case would be later down the later down the road. To me, a best case scenario because the Bengals are so good would be splitting the series. So like, I would still take a loss to the Bengals in a best case scenario. So we just go on high end, low end kind of a thing. Yeah, I suppose. But realistically, I do think they could. Maybe it's just maybe it's just my excitement for how good our offseason has been and and how the end of the season last year went, and I'm looking for improvement. But I think realistically, we could get the win at home. Anything can okay. happen. We okay. won. I think we get the win. I uh, I was not ignoring you. I was putting up a uh, Chris and Dom win loss thing so we can reference back to this. No, that's fine. I'll probably put it on Instagram too. Check that out. Sure, 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 podcast sure. On Instagram. Um, speaking of Instagram and checking us out, leave Browns the comments fans. to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Browns fans obsessed with Northern Steel podcast lately. Sorry for making fun of your massage, massage loving idol, Deshaun. Uh, but second week of the season, Steelers versus Browns at home in Pittsburgh on a Monday night game, I believe. Week two, Monday night game. That's great. Um, I'm sorry. I, it's hard for me to be realistic for how much the fans have really been angry at me lately. I'm going to go best case win. Worst case, we win by a field goal. <laughs> like it's a, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, we're, I totally. We're catching the dub. I, I will let you know, I have already marked two additional wins on my part of the calendar because I think we're sweeping the Browns. So... Yeah. Uh yeah, my my best case is a win and it's a pretty handy win and my worst case is like we we kind of squeak out with a close game. Yeah, we barely win. For sure. That's like my yeah. worst case scenario. My best case is that we destroy them. Good. F them. Uh week 3 play the Raiders in Las in Las Vegas in a away game Sunday night. Go from Monday to Sunday night. Not great, uh, especially for a West Coast thing. Two primetime games out of the way. little rematch of the immaculate reception game, but uh, obviously different people in play, different time of the year, different setting, different people and stuff. I don't know. The Raiders, uh, now, I want to be realistic. This is, a, this is normally a really great spot to pick a loss. It really is. But I think the Steelers play better in primetime. Um, Ben usually got the losses against the Raiders, but now it's Kenny. Can Kenny not get the, get the losses against the Raiders? All Who right. knows? I'm not really afraid of anybody on the Raiders. They played them last year and they shut down Devonta Adams. Yeah, and right now they don't have 
another weapon because because I just read something today that it sounds like Hunter Renfro is really going to leave come June first. Interesting. So, who's another weapon that they have? I don't know because they don't have Darren Waller either. I think they got some rookie tight ends that Mike Michael Mayer. I think they got. I believe. But that doesn't scare me yet. It's a rookie. So it's Devontae Adams. And it's Jimmy G throwing the ball. It doesn't really scare me either. Their defense no. is not terrible, but they don't scare me. I think they can get the win here, realistically. No, I totally agree with you. I uh, I was making faces, obviously. This is a podcast, and you guys can't see my expressions. But like, I was so disgruntled by this game just based on the fact that we are playing at Vegas against the Raiders yeah. because uh, yeah. ever since I've been a fan and been watching, we, like Dom said, we don't win when we should. And it, it, like, it doesn't matter how good of a team we were or how absolutely bad of a team the Raiders were. Yeah. Is no matter what, if we played them, like what do is Terrell Pryor, I think had like a 96 run, yard run on us as a Raider. Yeah. I mean, I just saw highlights again from just a couple of years ago when Juju had the hook and ladder. And we got into field goal range to to send the game to overtime, and Chris Boswell slipped on the field. I mean, nope, <laughs> it's the field goal. Pain, yeah, we don't, absolute we don't, pain. We we don't play well against Raiders in their in their home. So I guess worst no. case, actually, I'm gonna change it. Worst case is a loss. I think realistically is a win, but I think worst case scenario is a loss here. A I, true uh, loss. You know what? I I can't do it. I'm. It is a new era. I hear what you're saying, and I did. It goes against everything I literally just said. I'm going with a win. Uh, even worse, like worst case scenario, it's just like not a not a nice win, I guess. But I, I think worst case is a loss because how stealer would it be, especially Mike Tomlin, a Mike Tomlin team? How stealer would it be for them to beat the 49ers, beat the Browns, um, a team who on paper has a really good roster, and then lose to the Raiders? Yeah, <laughs> it'd be very, yeah. it'd be very Pittsburgh. It would be very Pittsburgh. Um, up next is Steelers at Texans week four game. It's an away game. Uh, 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 look, don't hate us. We're not trying to be too biased. The schedule is just easier. (laughs) I don't, I can't see a loss here yet. Week four is like, you're just trying to get into your groove. Maybe, maybe the Texans come out firing all hot. I know they have CJ Stroud. I know they have Will Anderson. They're still rookies. They have a lot more holes than just that on their roster. Um, could they make some, could they be dangerous this year? Are they going to end up with a top five pick? I don't, you know, maybe not. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll be a better team. I can't say I'm afraid of them yet. I really can't. Houston's also in a dome. That's good for Kenny Pickett. Bro loves his domes. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I can't see that. I, I got realistically, I see a win top to bottom here. I do too. Like you said, there's not enough to really know or, or uh, cast some judgment on this Texans team. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, they have CJ Stroud now. He's going to be amazing. Or Will Anderson is going to bring the house down. Like, uh, yeah, obviously, those are the expectations that you bring into the season. But. It could be totally different once the season starts and everything. I'm not scared of the Texans. I think that's going to be a win. I'm marking it as a win for us. Even no no yep. worst case scenario for that one uh, for me. So that's a dub. So we're looking at zero losses or maybe one loss at this point of the season. But then here comes week five. A tough divisional matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. 
Ravens have given Lamar Jackson a lot of money to come play. They got him some receivers finally. Uh, plus the tight ends that they have, the running game that they have. The defense is still pretty good. They're a very, very solid team. However, Lamar does not play well against the Steelers. Usually, this is a... Well, actually, before last year, we were kind of sweeping them nonstop. But usually, this is a split series kind of team. And I think they're a stronger team this year than last year, if Lamar's healthy. Uh, but he should be, week five. It's usually not to the end of the season. He's not. Um, and also, oddly enough, when they split, it seems like, historically, when they split, it's in each other's houses, which is so weird. Usually, it's like, uh, the Steelers mm-hmm. at home should win and the Ravens at home should win, but it's it's usually opposite. Usually, like, yeah. winning in each other's houses. Um, I would say... This is a split down the middle. I'd say best case um, is a barely win. Worst case is a loss. Um, uh, realistically, it's it's going to be a tight game. Realistically, I think, even though I just said that when they lose these games, it's usually opposite. It's hard for me to pick them to lose at home. I'd rather pick them to lose later. Um, but later is going to be week 18, so I might pick them to sweep. I don't know, Chris, you want to pick your thing first? I'm having tr- trouble, trouble deciding this one. <laughs> it's a tough game. Uh, yeah, so although, let me preface and say, although we have seen it this way on both ends, getting blown out or blowing out the Ravens, we know historically this is a matchup where, what, the last 20 meetings have been decided in like three points or less or something like that? Some crazy statistic, yeah. obviously... Uh, it might not be the same rivalry that it used to be, but at the same time, I still think uh, the the players have a bigger energy when they play each other against you know against the Ravens and and you know teams just want to you know fight a little bit harder for the extra yard, whatever it may be, blood, sweat, tears. I I think personally because I agree with you, it's usually in other the other person's stadium that the team will pull away with the win. I think we will pull away with the win here. Um and I just I just see us going five and one heading into our bye week. Um, you know, it's gonna be a close game. I'm not expecting flashes by any means. Ravens have a stellar defense. Hopefully we have, you know, a good enough team to to stop and maintain them. It's happened before in the past. I don't know. It's it's gonna split. I I know that much. I'm just gonna pick them for the win right now because uh, we're gonna be playing our third stringers week 18 when we play them because we'll have the number one seed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, realistically, I will also go to the, into the bye five and one, but I'll, so I'll give us the loss here. I think. Okay. I think I'll give. Us, I think I'll give us the loss. They'll be five and one. They'll be mad going into their bye week, and then they're gonna go their bye weeks early. It's week six. So they're going to be mad. They're going to the bye week. And now it's time to string out a bunch of wins together. And that's exactly what I'm going to predict for them. Coming out of the bye week, week seven is the Rams. Steelers at the LA Rams. Um, Chris and I talked about this uh, off the record a couple, maybe like a week ago. Here's the thing with the Rams. I want you guys to realize. Um, offensively, it rides on Stafford. Can he play like he did two years ago? And then their offensive weapon still is only Cooper Cup. 
Van Jefferson is our wide receiver too. He's a good go-route guy, speed, but I'm not too worried about him. But Cooper Cup's obviously very, very good. Stafford can still be good regardless of receivers. I mean, he played in Detroit forever, even though he had Calvin Johnson. But he had a bunch of other scrubs around him, still played really well. Uh, they got Cam Akers as running back. Not really worried about him. But their defense, you guys, it's Aaron Donald, and that's it. Like, I, 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 I'm I, not worried about anybody else on that defense at all. Couldn't even tell you some of those names on that defense. And for that, I'm going to pick the Steelers, realistically winning that game. Here's the tough thing for me, right? And I don't have an updated number. I was trying to Google it before I got to my turn, but uh, you couldn't uh, speak any damn longer, all right? I can. Uh, I can go. I got one more thing to say. If you want me to say now, it. <laughs> I I, I mean, if you want to say it, go for it. I, I don't think I'm going to find it. And you probably w- might even have a better idea of what I'm trying to find anyway. Um, what basically, what I'll say is uh, Tomlin's track record also against West Coast teams is not the best. Oh, sure. You know, and, and I'm going, I'm not a trend person. Like, you you have always been. Like, we've, we've gotten in arguments. And I think it was like picking weekly games when I'm like I think Seattle's gonna be the 49ers and you're like you dumbass they've never done that before they've they've always lost at this and it's (laughs) like whatever it's gonna happen and like I know because I I think back to when Ben got hurt right and we played like the Chargers and we played uh the Rams even and I'm pretty sure we beat both of those teams away yeah and, well, the Rams and, is at home, but yeah. Well, still a, a West Coast opponent, like yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like I, I want to say win. Obviously, I don't know what Rams team we're gonna get. And, and like you said, Stafford was hurt. Like five, but they also have kind of a depleted defense. But they also had like four hundred draft picks in the late round. So I don't know. I. You you go I'm on with your win. thought, and I'll give you my answer. Oh, my only thought was going to be that uh, the L.A. Rams stadium is not full of L.A. Ram fans. No one in L.A. really cares about the Rams. So it's going to be practically a home game. There's going to be tons and tons of Steelers fans there, which is another reason why I'm going to pick the Steelers in that game. I am too... <laughs> I think worst case scenario is obviously a loss in my thought. I just, yeah. I'll, I'm going to pick the Steelers as like a reasonable, I think we can do it. I don't think, I'm not just saying it because obviously I want us to win. I think we can. I just, I don't know. Then we're home on a three game stretch. Next, the next following week, week eight is at home against the Jaguars. Recently to the playoffs, Trevor Lawrence is finding his groove. Looking like that's going to be a very strong team, but it is at home. What to do, what to do. The bias in me wants to pick us. I'm going to be real honest. But maybe the uh, realistic answer should be Jags. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think that's the route I'm going to go. I think, you know, other than maybe like that, what was it, 2017 we went 13-3, and or or even that fluke year that we started 12-0 and and then, or eleven and zero, and ended twelve and four, or whatever. Like, yep, yep. I think a realistic Steelers team, you're gonna get losses here and there in a season, especially if we're a good team. It's like we're not going to stay low, super, 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 super low. 
Uh, I'm going to go with a loss. The Jaguars are super good. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a bad game, but I do think we are going to lose to the Jags. I think this game could be very, very close. And I think the Steelers could win this game because it's at home. Realistically, I'll just take the loss because I'm going to give them way too many wins. Um, <laughs> but, but I think this, yeah. I think this could be very, very, very close. I'll tell you this, though. You can't always pick that. Not just you in general. Fans out there. You can't always just pick them to lose to the good teams because that does not look well if you want to make the playoffs. got to beat the good teams, too. You gotta beat. You gotta beat the Jaguars. You gotta beat the Raiders or the Ravens. You gotta beat the good teams. You gotta beat the, you gotta beat the Bengals. Yeah, you do once. So you can't. You can't just. You can't just pick all the good teams to lose to on the schedule because um, you're gonna play them in the playoffs. <laughs> That's not gonna go well. Yeah. Then. Uh, next is a short week on a Thursday night, but it's at home. Thank God. It's uh, Tennessee against the Steelers in Week Nine. I'm going to win here. I think the. Titans are collapsing. <laughs> I don't disagree with you at all. I, I don't even know what's going to happen if the Tennessee's going to make it out of their tunnel because there's going to be so many banana peels and mayo surrounding their entire tunnel with Will Levis Why? and his poor habit. Have you not seen what Will Levis does? Oh, he's the mayo guy, huh? Yeah, he's the, he puts it in his coffee. I guess there won't be banana peels because he eats a banana whole. Uh, but um, I'm not scared of the Titans. I think they're kind of rebuilding. They're definitely rebuilding. It's. Yeah. I think we'll. I think we'll. We'll have a good time. Uh, I think that'll be a fun game, especially a night game. Was that Thursday night or? Yep. Thursday night. Get it over At with. Home. Nice, nice, nice Thursday night game to have. Yeah, I think at home too, be fine. That's our first Thursday night game of the year. Unfortunately, we do have two, spoiler alert. But the next week, week 10, we play the Packers in Pittsburgh at home. The Packers are also kind of a rebuilding team. Defense is still pretty solid. They still get more defensive pieces. Offense, Jordan Love's first year starting. I think Jordan Love's going to play better than Aaron Rodgers played last year. But hard to really uh, predict how good that team's going to be. By week 10, we'll have an idea. The week before that game starts, we're going to have a really good idea if that's going to be uh, how difficult of a matchup that's going to be. But right now, in May, I'm going to say win. <laughs> I, I'm i not scared of the Packers. I'm going to say win, too. I, I really don't have much to comment on the fact, but I just, I, I'm just not scared. I think we are, hands down, overall, a better team than they are. So, And I could be proven mm-hmm. wrong, but I just, yeah, I think we're better. Uh, week 11. We, we don't have to talk to about Cleveland. it. I already marked it. Yeah, Beth Cleveland playing the Browns. Uh, win. Easy. Easy dub. In Cleveland? Best yeah, case, we're going to win by 30. Best case scenario, win by 30, eight sacks. Worst case scenario, one sack, win by six. Best case scenario, win by 30, eight sacks. Worst case scenario, uh... Deshaun Watson is trial, then found not guilty again. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> what's going to happen there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, then the following week. Yeah, me too. Uh, following week, next. Uh, first game against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Um, 
gonna have to I want my best case for the Steelers this year, and I want to do that too, is a split. Bengals are a very good team. They lost to people on defense, but they're still strong. I mean, it's still Joe Burrow. He diced this up. Honestly, both times we did sack him a lot in both our I think a combined total of man, I want to say eight or ten sacks in both games. He also had like eight picks on the year last year, and six of them were from us. Um, so we can pick him off and stuff, but he's just so good. He still throws for 450 yards and four to five touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but I want to give him a win later at home later this season. I'm with. I'll I'll say a loss here right now. I guess best case Luck. would be to me. To me, best case in this game actually because I I don't see them sweeping the Bengals. Best case to me yeah. is that the Steelers keep keep up. Is, is that is that let's say this game, let's say the Bengals are scoring a lot, unfortunately, because we want our defense to play well. But let's say they score like, um, kind of like that game last year. Let's say they score like thirty-seven points, and we're right there, and maybe we lose because we don't get the ball last. But best case, I guess, would be we keep up with them. I, uh, a common theme. I cannot agree more. Uh, I, I, uh, I was going to say the same thing. I, I think we're close. I think we're really close to, and, and I think especially with the steps we made in the off season and the, the players that we drafted, I think we can edge even closer to the Bengals team. Um, I just don't know if we are quite there yet. I think we can just be competitive with them, which is more than enough for me at the moment. I think eventually we'll make that leap. But for the time being, I, I think we're going to take a loss uh, against the Bengals. Yep. Um, it is what it is. And then it's time to regroup and play the following week. I don't, know, I don't even know what week it is anymore. I've lost track, but... They will play. Uh, Steelers play the Cardinals at home. Got another two week stand. Cardinals are another team that's kind of selling, selling, selling. Um, right now, Kyler Murray will be back. Who knows how good he's going to be in this offense? Is it his last year playing in this offense? Are they, are they trying to go for Caleb Williams at this point? Doesn't really matter to me. I still think the Steelers win this game. I don't know how much I have to comment on it. I agree. It's it's a rebuilding phase for them. I think we're going to win this game, and it's gonna be a pretty fun one to watch so however what's crazy is that let's say the cardinals end up with the number one pick and let's say houston somehow ends up with like a high pick which they could because their whole roster is kind of bad cardinals could have the number one and the number two pick in the draft and they could get caleb williams and marvin harrison jr (laughs) one two my god that's not even fair i know that's kind of crazy. Um, anyways, after that game is Patriots at Steelers, a game you and I grew up with, hating, dreading, sweating. And now, no sweat involved. I'm not afraid of Mac Jones. I'm not really afraid of the Patriots. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, I think, is going to be really good. But that's about it. Um, I don't know. I'm just not afraid of him. Bill Belichick's still a good coach. His team's just not as good. I'm going us at home. Oh, also, that is... Yeah, let me do the math. That is a Thursday night game again at home. But it's I'm picking us. Um, 
I don't think the Patriots really did a whole lot to improve from last year to this year. And I think we obviously we stayed with them last year. They just edged away with it. Uh, but I do think we are a way better team. I think Kenny is improving. I think our offense is opening up big time, uh, which obviously that was the big downfall to us is we couldn't move the ball. We couldn't score. Um, it's not going to be the same story. I, I'm picking us to beat the Patriots, especially at home. Mads, yeah, we're, we're beating the Pats. Yep, I agree. Uh, the final week is either a Saturday or a Sunday game. Hasn't been decided yet. But it's Steelers at Colts. Uh, we played against the Colts last year at Indy. Um, did all right. The team is a, probably about the same, maybe a little bit better with the, some of the acquisitions they've gotten. Who knows how Anthony Richardson is going to play. He is a rookie, so it's hard to say that he's going to do really well against us. I know you and I were not high on AR-15, but, um, you know, the, it is what it is. I realistically got to say a win again. I, I Especially as you're now, now at this point of the season, you're, you're pushing towards the playoffs. You just put a Thursday night game. You got a 10-day break, 10-day rest. You, you got to win this game. You really do. I agree. And I mean, what's I, an, another trend that I'm looking at is like Tomlin's record against rookie quarterbacks. I'm not scared of Anthony Richardson. I just think we pl- typically play well against rookie quarterbacks themselves. And hey, look, another indoor game for Mr. Kenny Pickett. And he did really well last year at uh, Indianapolis. So let's let's bring it back. You know, new and improved team. I th- I think I think we're going to pull away with the win. Uh, and then speaking of Kenny Pickett doing well in an indoor stadium, he also did well on Christmas. Well, the week after that is not on Christmas, but it is two days before Christmas. It's Steelers against Bengals on Christmas Eve, Eve, December 23rd at 3.30 in Pittsburgh. Cusp of playoffs, a couple weeks away. Kind of a 3.30 game, kind of a night game in December-ish a little bit. I got it. I got to see him split. I think it's a huge game, a huge game at that point of the season. I got to say win. You got to pull that one out. You know, and it's funny you say that because I was uh, getting really hyped up with you talking about Christmas and, and all this stuff. And I thought no better way to ruin my holiday than with a loss right here to the Bengals. So um, <laughs> thank you for that one. Bengals. I, I just, I still think it's it, we can be competitive. I just don't know if we'll pull away. Obviously, week one last year we did, but we also had five turnovers and still barely won. So like, we're getting there. But I just, I, I think we're gonna unfortunately get swept by the Bengals. I hope I'm wrong. Um, I think that's fair though. I think it's really fair. I, I think I'm taking this really optimistically, and honestly. Uh, it's not looking good for me in the loss column. I'm looking really like this is a this is a dream season for us. So I'm probably gonna give us a loss here just to make up for it. But the following week on New Year's Eve is Steelers at Seattle. Seattle came on the scene last year. Geno Smith played well. Will he play well again this year? He's never had a year of consistency. We will see. Um, but they've got a very very good defense with uh Woolen. And Witherspoon, and they they have improved their front seven. Uh, got some good running backs in there. I mean, and Seattle's a tough place to play in general. So as much as I'd love to say a win, uh, same with Chris and so and oh, Chris also brought the West Coast thing. 
I will say a loss here. Oh, Dom. And this was so tough for me because in my mind, I knew exactly what I was picking when we got to this point. And then I was, I, I was going to say a loss because I think Seattle surprised a lot of people last year and Geno Smith did really well. However, you know what I can't see because I already picked us beating the Ravens earlier and I think we're going to split against the Ravens is I cannot see us lose our last three games of the season. It's just like, it's not going to happen. It really is not mm-hmm. going to happen. I We might, we might end <laughs> on a loss, you know, because of the split, but like I, I physically cannot pick us to lose the last three games of the year. So I'm going to go with a dub here. We're going to go into Seattle we're going to say, hey, what up, Gino? And then we're going to win this game. Okay. And we're winning that game. And then we have the Ravens last week of the season. Who knows what this looks like? Is this to get into a playoff spot? Is this for the division? Unlikely. But who knows what this looks like? This is an away game for the Steelers in Baltimore. Huge. I'm going to guess huge playoff implications with, uh, and that's just, uh, I'm hyped on the season. It's got to be big. Um, because of that, and because I'm a biased home fan kind of guy, <laughs> and I have big aspirations for this team for some reason, I just do this year, I'm picking the win. And that's going to put me at a whopping 13 and 4 on the season. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll take it. Uh, that would be ideal. Um, here's, here's kind of my thoughts and breakdown. I'm going to give us a loss just because of the split. However, let me say this with a big, 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 however, if we go exactly how I've predicted the season to go, we would be 12 and four heading into this last week, which could probably guarantee some kind of playoff spot. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, 12 and 4, especially with teams like the Ravens and Bengals, I don't think they are going to be far off from our record. So, if, if there is a situation in which we are playing to either maintain or move up in our spots, I think we will win. Mm-hmm. I think we have enough competitive edge to where we will pull through and win. However, if there is nothing to be won or gained from that game, I'm just going to go with a loss. I don't think we're going to just give up or whatever. Like if we've already locked in a spot or whatever, I, I think it's going to be close spot, but we are going to lose that game. So without further ado, Dom, you have the 13 and four record as your realistic record. I, <laughs> yeah. I I think you know hope I, it's possible we have a lot of high hopes for this team and I have a 12 and 5 as a realistic record uh worst case so scenario probably like honestly I can't see us having a losing season probably a 9 and 8 again realistically we're at, no 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 probably honestly, 10 and 7 10 and 7 yeah, for worst I was gonna, case I was going to say I think I think our floor is probably 10 wins it's probably our floor All right, bookmark it Refer back Both to this. There. And there I it is. dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Northern Steel podcast. 
We're in the thick of off season. Uh, again, we might sign some people next week. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe we'll take a break. Who knows? We're kind of just chilling this this off season. We're excited to have the season start, but summer, everyone's busy. Thank you for listening again. My name's Dominic. This is my brother, Chris. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, group, Groupon, um, and uh, Exxon Mobile. Chris, you have anything left to say? Uh, as always, go Steelers. Go Steelers, indeed. Peace.